Welcome to episode two of Parents of the Year podcast with myself, Andrew Stewart, and my lovely wife, Caroline Bazanko, the Dr. Captain Professor. Are we using the formal titles? No? We, we can use formal titles, but that'll mean nothing to anybody. Well, it just builds credibility for you. Dr. Professor Captain, is that what it is? Something like that. It's got to be Professor Dr. Captain, I think. Professor Dr. Captain. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's another episode. Um, so for today's episode, it is my turn to ask the question and for the professor doctor to answer it, uh, (laughs) as best as she can. And today the question is what per child, what is your biggest regret? Oh, that was one of my questions I was going to have for you. I have no regrets. I'm awesome. Oh, of the year. I have no regrets either. That's a good answer. Short episode. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you in episode three. Because <laughs> we got to learn from them. We got to learn. We got to show. So you our can ask me a question right? in a later episode. Learn... And I'll answer. No. Okay. Um, regret. Okay. No, I know Willow right off the bat. Do you know what I'm going to say? Yeah. Oh, my that. gosh. Pinnacle. Well, actually, there's two. This isn't as influential is the next one that I'm going to say, but this is why I tell parents not to freak out and to use your mirror neurons, which is in your brain. If you show confidence, your children will feel confident. But unfortunately, as parents, one of the traps that we fall into is, ah, slow down. Oh, you're, you're too high. Come down from the tree. Get down. You're going to fall. You're going to hurt yourself. And blah, 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 blah. And we make our kids scared of everything and scared most of the world. Parents. Most, most parents. What? What does that mean? Out of the two of us, who is the most likely to say, hey, too high, come on down. Hey, too fast, slow down. You? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why you're setting it up like you're some cautionary tale. <laughs> As actually on that note, I know I'm always like adventure. And the girls are like, we hate your adventures. They're bawling and having panic attacks. I just took my youngest skiing in the off-roped area and there's literally signs saying don't touch any um dynamite yeah not avoid it not dynamite in the area steer clear just hey if you see it don't touch like there is dynamite don't touch it (laughs) and she's like what the heck so we took a picture because that was awesome and then we're skiing down this avalanche area where everywhere it's avalanche and then all of a sudden we hear an explosion right above us it was pretty scary. I'm like, all right, well, there's not much we can do. Like try to ski as fast as you can. But anyway, there was a time she was learning to climb the stairs and it was a pretty steep set of stairs right onto hardwood. And she was going up and I kind of freaked out because she'd never climbed up and she had got to the top and she's still toddling like she's still not steady on her feet and she stood up right at the top of the landing right on the edge of the stairs but her back facing downstairs and so I went the very thing that I shouldn't have done and at the time I was holding one of those Fisher Price airplane things Mm -hmm. and she of course got startled eyes went big turned around really fast to look at me to see what I was freaking out about and guess what fell down the stairs and so I went running after her and I did catch her but as I did it I smashed her head with the stupid Fisher Price 
airplane because apparently I couldn't let go of it when I went to catch her and she, yes, concussion. So again, we don't want to freak out because that will freak them out. And I should know that when I drive with my mother and she's like, Every two seconds, slow down. She's grabbing the thing, and I and I start getting. Really... See, this would be a perfect spot to splice in Willa's impression of grandma and grandpa driving. <laughs> save that for the editing. Okay, so that's that's how would you have avoided doing that, knowing everything you know? How would you been able to do that differently? That whole situation. I wouldn't have made any noise. I would have calmly put the airplane down. But I guess my question is more, are you really capable? If that was your initial instinct, <laughs> how do you know that you can actually do that and do it the other way you think you should? You no, I am sure? better now because I do see dangerous situations where I'm just like, oh, yeah. And I like smile and I try to show my confidence, even though inside I'm like, oh, my gosh, be careful. Um Although I don't really have a lot of be careful moments, but when I do, I do know enough now. And I, I really do think that it, I would have quietly still gotten over there just in case, because obviously I had enough time to get over there. Yeah. You wound up and hit her with the plane. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I think that, but, but the biggest one that still sits with me to this day and haunts me is there is this. I don't know, do you call it an app or program? Yeah, just like a website or whatever, a holiday website. It's PNP Santa is what it is. And you can get Santa to send emails to your kids or or um, like videos to your kids or Santa will call home. And one of the things they do is... They go through, oh, you're three years old and you live here and they'll show you a picture of your house and your pets and your presence in your family. And, you know, you've been a good girl this year or whatever. And you can put, have they been naughty? Have they been nice or undecided? And we were having a really hard year with Willow this, uh, this one particular year. And I put undecided thinking that it was actually going to be pretty funny because I'm a bit of a prankster and I like pulling pranks, but most of the times it's probably my ADHD brain. It backfires. And I'm like, Ooh, that was probably not a good idea. And this is definitely it. I put not decided and her sister got to see her video. She was on the nice list. Willow came to see hers and Oh my gosh, I'm going to cry. She was so excited. And then it came up as yellow that it was undecided. I forgot to say that I'm a crybaby, you guys. And just the way her face crumbles, like I still remember it. And it ripped my heart apart. And her little face, she was always the sunshine. She was always so happy and so just she was sunshine. And her little face just crumbled and her her eyebrows furrowed down. And I think between that and the concussion, <laughs> it just changed her whole personality. She was just never the same again. And I blame that moment. I'm, I know Andy probably wouldn't, but I blame that moment because her eyebrows have just always been furrowed and she's not been the same happy girl. And I blame myself for that one stupid 
thing, you know, and that's why I just, punishment doesn't work. (laughs) And it wasn't meant to be a punishment, but it was really just, I can't even remember what it was about. Like I decided you really got to get along with your parents or with your sister, something like that. And just, yeah, her little face crumbled and her face has just stayed crumbled ever since. That's probably my biggest regret for her. Yeah, and I'm not taking it away from the grab. I think, I think it definitely had an effect, but I don't think it changed as much as you feel it did. And I get, I get why you would think that. And yeah, it's definitely wasn't the punchline you were going for, for sure. But just to the nature of, we were the whole buildup is we were having a tough time because of the, the behaviors and that all was kind of there and and she's an emotional kid man she's a she's an emotional driven kid and i don't think she even remembers that like i don't it's not something that i talk guaranteed she's probably outside the door right now listening (laughs) probably or no because if we're here she's probably with her sister sneaking a tv down in the basement um but yeah that would be probably the biggest regret and it's it's with me forever and ever. What about with Maya? Oh man, with Maya, there's so many things, you know, like so many little things, not as influential. Like, man, that that takes parent of the year award right there. Yeah. So many little things with Maya that build up. You know, there was a time where we used to hold her door closed at nap time. Cause she, like I knew went from the womb that she had ADHD and she was probably about two. I would say like she was out of a crib before she was one. Well, She was an early walker. Right. So she was yeah walking at like 10 months or yeah, something. She was motoring by a year and out of her crib. She was just crawling and she would, you know, crawl out onto her. We had her change table right next to her crib. So she would, hoist herself up onto the change table and then use that as a ladder down. So then we moved that, that slowed her down for about two nights before she figured out mm-hmm. she could use her monkey totes to get out of the crib. But anyways, it was a nightmare getting her to nap, getting her to sleep. And there was one day that I held the door closed and I think we even put a lock on our door for a little while. We did it for a day. We switched the door handle. So the lock was on the outside. Right. But we, quickly changed the backwards like that's dumb like if something happens we got to be able to get it out of there quick so that's why we ended up holding the door and i remember sitting holding that door for hours like sitting in the hallway with my hand cramping holding that door so she couldn't pull on it anymore yeah because she's just and and but but the 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 point was just this tiny little voice please don't lock me in yeah and that broke my heart. And so that was the first one. Oh, actually not even the first thing that I remember that I regret, but right away we changed. We're like, Kate, this isn't working. Um, the irony of course with her though, good. sorry to cut you off, is she never leaves a room now. So the question is, <laughs> as a teenager, did we create that behavior by forcing her to stay before? <laughs> well, it never worked then. No. You know what? I think like just missing. I was doing my master's with her. I was doing my PhD with Willow, but I learned like with her, I miss so much. I remember, you know, I'd have her on her little play mat next to me as I'm trying to write papers. And the first time she must've been like two months old, I heard her little rattle. Mm -hmm. 
And I'd look and I'd be like, oh, you wait. Cause she'd have that little rainbow thing above her with little toys that she could reach mm-hmm. and, and bat. And I was like, oh my gosh, do it again. I could hear it, but I missed it. She just wouldn't do it. But you know what? I think that the next big thing was the day she didn't come ask me to play. All right. Every single day she, she came to ask me to play Barbies and I was always on my computer and I hated playing Barbies. That was the one I would play anything else, but Barbies, I hated. And I go and I play for about two seconds and then I get frustrated and I'd be like, I got to go work. And, and then I'm like, well, if you don't want me to play anyways, I'm just going to do my paper. But I was always writing a paper yeah. doing school. And, um, but she was always asking and, you know, it was getting pretty stressful. And I'm like, no kiddo, I can't come now. I'll come in a bit. No kiddo, I can't come now. I'll come in a bit, but you know, a bit hardly ever came because then she's playing good and then she doesn't need me. And then I can get a few more minutes of my paper. But I remember the day she didn't come and ask me, she just walked right past my office door straight into the playroom. And again, she was probably only like two years old. She was itty bitty that broke my heart. And I went in like right away. I'm like, Hey kiddo, do you want mommy to play with you? No, it's okay. Mama. Like, I know you're busy, you know, and as as a two-year-old would say. So I think with her, that kind of sticks with me as a regret, but I don't think it's as influential as, as the Willow story only because we have such a good relationship. And I, I don't think long-term it's done any effect, right? Because she is, mm-hmm. she, you know, we have a really strong relationship and I've learned, I mean, that is the benefit I have learned from these things and I'm using that to help other parents too, you know, yep. not sort of, I mean, we all make mistakes. We all got to learn from it. I know. <laughs> so do you think though, because I, I see the three of you, sorry, I see the five of you and the four dogs. of them follow you everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. So two dogs, two girls, two dogs, two girls. And all of them follow mom. The whole house operates on mom. When mom's home, when mom's working, when mom has time to hang, it all revolves around you. So do you, you just so that you, you know, you didn't see that it had an effect on your relationship with Maya because you're close. Do you not feel the same with Willow? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, that's like, what you for Willow. Yeah. So for Maya, I was worried at that time about our relationship, uh, okay, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, the whole attachment piece. Yeah. But I'm not worried because I know that we have a really strong attachment now. But with Willow, it wasn't so much about our relationship. It was just her sense of who she is, her own self-esteem, her own confidence, and the sunshininess. So it was more about her personality that I still worry about today. So it wasn't about a relationship. It was just who she is, who Mm -hmm. who she bees. And and she's just not that same girl anymore. And I feel like... I don't know if she ever would have ended up that girl, though. Yeah. And I I don't say that to... Give you a get out of jail free, but that kid, that kid is me with a vagina. Like at the same age, the same behavior. She demonstrates a lot of need to make people feel happy. And she's insanely in tune with minor changes in the emotional state of things. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's just seeing the glass is always half empty, which she never was before. That. True. And and whether it was that or whether it was accumulation of stuff, I don't know. But I agree that that is something that she has to 
that she has to deal with. That's a tricky one because, yeah, it, it definitely had an effect, but I don't think it had that big of an effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. It's hard to say. Sliding doors moment, right? Like yeah. we wish like just to see, but it's, it's learning from that. And, you know, I try not to prank the girls so much anymore. <laughs> What do I? Yeah, I guess I yeah, do. Yeah, you do. Like, I'd be more worried if I was you. I'd be more worried about ruining my relationship with the girls, just with how much you try and kiss them. Mm. And at deep down, I know they love it, and they just put up a fuss. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're all in on that. I do love kissing them, and I do samosa. I squeeze them really hard. I'm gonna samosa you and give them kisses. Yeah, and- that and it gets weird in public. <laughs> Well, I had a question too. I was going to ask you a follow-up. Shoot. Ah, it's gone. Um, That's okay. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add rather than just adding this question? No, like I think I could go on and on. I think there's a list. I always tell parents, you know, here's your baby, your newborn baby, plus five pounds of guilt that's compounded daily for the rest of your life. Because I think every day we do things and every day I make a commitment. Okay. I'm going to minute. I see the girls, I'm going to close my computer, but then it's like, Oh, just one more thing. Right. But I think it's being able to take that every day. I like to set my intentions for the day, you know, in terms of productivity, my work, what I need to do, but also, you know, what kind of mom do I want to be? And then at the end of the day, reflecting, you know, what went well, what can I work on for tomorrow? And I think that, you know, the past little while I have gotten out of that. And I think COVID too, is just easy to get into really bad. It's kind of ruined everybody (laughs) getting into bad habits. But I think that that that's helpful for us as parents to be just one thing, you know, maybe I can smile at the girls more. Maybe I can, you know, when I come home, you're right. Actually, I never thought of it. When I come home, all four of them both are at the door, are at the door greeting me, um, which. And they're all fighting in their own way for your attention. Yeah. Every single one of them. It's funny. Maya gets, goes crazy when I come into her room because she's like, you got to leave because you're like a duck. I'm like, what do you mean? Because everybody follows you. Everybody follows you. Your little ducklings follow you everywhere. And then now they're all going to be in your room in my room. And I'm like, no, they're not. And sure enough, within two seconds, everybody's in her room up on our bed. Um, you know, and so just thinking about that, you know, when I get home, what kind of parent do I want to be? Or when I wake up, what kind of parent do I want to be to help get the kids off to school? So thinking about when our witching hour is, and in that time, what kind of parent do you want to be? And if it blows up in your face tomorrow, what's one little thing that you can tweak? And I think that's what we can do. There's no such thing as a perfect parent, right? And it's just being able to learn from what we didn't like, what we can do a little bit better. So once again, for the listener, she's referring to herself when she says there's no such thing as a perfect parent. I'm pretty rad. <laughs> um, so, okay. So as the final question for this episode, what is the one thing you'll do tomorrow differently than today in regards to the girls? Cause I bought them pizza tonight, so I'm good. Mm-hmm. I am good in the morning. The minute I see them, I drop what I'm doing yeah. and much to Maya's dismay. Ah, cause I'm right outside her door, door working out when she wakes up her rooms in the basement, I give her a big hug and kiss. 
Um, you know what? We uh, are down one child tomorrow night because mm-hmm. <clears throat> one's going to go for a sleepover. And the other one, I think just giving her my full attention because she's the easier one. She's the teenager who hides away. So it's really easy just to get a little bit more work in. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think being able to come home right away and just be with her and focus all my attention on her. I'm trying to be mindful and like stare at them. more. <laughs> it's not staring. It's being mindful and enjoying them and loving them and just like appreciating, you know, like just being able to be mindful in their presence. But Maya like caught so on and put covered up her yeah. face with a blanket. So I'll try not to be creepy while I love her tomorrow. And then what are you going to do about Willow the next day? She can't get off with just, oh, we've down, we're down a kid, so I'm only going to do one thing. Oh, man, I got to do two? Yeah. See, Willow and I do good. Yeah, you guys actually, to your credit, you play a lot of games. And... Willow and I do good. She's my little sidekick. You know, I think, I think for her, though, it, I, get, I do get frustrated with her still when it's past bedtime and she comes out i had her well trained she knew not to come get me after eight if anything happened but you know i think that making sure i respond in helpful ways that she's still going to bed feeling loved and not crying and upset because you know now she parenting yeah. duties are over and mummy's has to work yeah. still feeling like you know all right those are two good ones okay. that's it that's the end of the episode you did good thank you bye everybody a little bit of a cry but that's oh, all good just a little get out of your system <laughs> see you next time bye everybody